Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmidt, Swanee and Clarkie visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> All right. How are we? <laughs> so good. I've never... Uh, Carla's not giving me a bone. Carla's a bit very busy. annoyed, but anyway. And so... I've now lost my shit and I don't okay. know where my phone is and I haven't got my other watch on either, but anyway. Your serious watch or your mysterious watch? I don't have my serious... I've got my... I, I do have my serious watch on, not my my mysterious watch. Now I can't... Hello? Well, when, we had a, when we had a break, I was thinking about this. What year was that? Because did Sula, the second child of Con the Fruiterer, inadvertently uh, invent the first uh, Apple phone? Be? Or Dick Tracy would have had one, though. Well, well no, Agent 99 from Get Smart uh, had one. Remember, she had a watch that was a phone. But, but who, who had a phone watch in, what was it, 2009? Sula. I, I know. I <laughs> was the only person in. Anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> sorry, if you haven't listened to the last episode, you should because you'll make it'll make, make so much more sense things of the beginning of this episode. I'm so, Swanee. I'm Schmitty. And I'm Clarky. And together we are Trial by, by Wine. Wine. <clears throat> if anything. Oh, yeah. Coffee shop's still unopened, so we're having more sachet. Coffee, but we're also having a uh, sparkling mineral water because if I have too many coffees, I'll be pinging for the rest of the day and I won't be able to be a Darrow drinking rosé in the park later on. All right. And Swanee, are you got Oh, very imaginatively, another, another Diet Coke. Another Diet Coke. Okay. Well, I uh, feel it's time to tap out on the pirate juice that I was drinking in the last couple of hours, so I'm just on sparkling water. Jeez. So not a single one Trial of us by is wine. wine right now. But I am, to be fair, still a bit pissed from the last episode, and that's why I'm calling time on drinking for more spirits. All right, well, I will just get I'm going to. Um, so the last time I did a story, it was a really nasty recall. And a couple of truth stretchers who had a false confession, which was just bizarre, and saw them in jail for several years. So I thought I'd just go a very light, very light stuff. Um, And it's not quite a lad Bible edit because it's from across a whole different sources. But I just thought I'd... Excellent. We need some funny. So... Yeah, well, my well, I, I must say the last episode that Clarky just did because we're in Santiago, I found that one of the funniest things we've done in ages. Apart from what was the one that Clarky oh, that was did? the just that was the one in the UK shenanigans and shenanigans. With Don, I can't remember. We gave him another name. The canoe oh, away. That's right. The bloke who um, faked his own oh, canoe. canoe. That was <laughs> hilarious. The canoe yeah, canoodler. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, this is just a series of uh, headlines and things from across news outlets. The first one is from news.sky.com, and this is a story. Janice Mitchell 
And the headline reads, a clown that has been stalking the streets of a Scottish <laughs> village has been playing games with the residents. <laughs> that in itself is enough. <laughs> the must. <laughs> Yeah. The end, yeah. Um, the masked character wearing a Pennywise outfit left boxed clues around Phil Morley on the Friday the 13th and challenged the village to solve the riddle. Clues. In clues in boxes. Not shoes in boxes. Yes, and he's challenging... No, in <laughs> shoes in dumpsters. No, uh, clues in boxes. No one's oh, going to yeah. get it out. So anyway, uh, the locals teamed up to find all the red boxes, which eventually led them to the North Ayrshire Community Garden. A small black cash box <sighs> awaited their discovery. The treasure inside were greeted with their own reflection via a mirror that had the word clown written on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, thought for some reason you were going to say there was a poo in there, so I guess that was kind of... <laughs> Really? I thought there's going to be a poo in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. A poo box. Right up until they were greeted by their own, I thought it was going to be poo, but... <laughs> How would he have got it? Yeah. Because then it would have been just a shit job. Oh, because right? Pennywise lives in the drains and one of them's... Taken a poo in the gutter, and it's don't Pennywise don't shit in my dreams. house. Yes, but no, this was this is much more amusing. <laughs> so, speaking to Sky News, the Skelmorley clown, or shall I say, Skelmorley clown, uh, rhymed. Hello again, Jen. <laughs> they spoke to him. <laughs> I think I think clowns clowns should be forced to do a Scottish accent. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, it's in Scotland. It's in Scotland, so I have to do it. Call them on to a popular place in the heart of the village where I hid in the day. They then had to hunt for a thing with a lock. After a third hunting party, they found a black box. After all their hard work, they opened it up and gasped to be met with their own face staring back. <laughs> The clown made headlines across the globe last week for their message to the media and cheeky dare for the police to catch them. Although there is no I was going to say, what would the police be involved for? Wasting time? <laughs> exactly. Catch me if I can. Catch me if I can. I've done nothing wrong. <laughs> Izzy Agnew was one of the villagers who solved the riddle after waking up on Friday to find a red balloon and the box that included a key outside her door. Ms. Agnew told Sky News that the village Facebook page... Did she trip over buzzing. it? It sounds like she wasn't even no, no, looking just for it. A doorstep. <laughs> no, no, this clown just leaves shit all over the village. <laughs> Not shit, literally. Leaves clues all over the village. It'll, it'll become a little bit clearer as to why. Well, no, it won't, but anyway. On opening the final box and seeing a mirror with the word clown written on it, Ms. Agnew said, clever, smart, inclusive oh. of everyone. Good. I don't know why. The clown's games are expected to run up to Halloween. <laughs> Is the clown's games? Is that going to replace the Commonwealth cheaper, games? It might be Victoria won't have to like... <laughs> they can host it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, no, Victoria, I've already chucked it. Let's wait and see what the inquest says about that. Bring anyway, back the clown on, on games. Um, a Facebook account for the skill Morley Clown has been set up with the name Cole Demas. I don't know why. The profile says the character studied at clown school. Clown <laughs> passion. That's right. That logo code is clown passions 20. <laughs> and lives in skill Morley. We'd be up to clown passions 23 now, wouldn't we? Yes. Oh, must be, yeah. Those that know the identity of the clown who seemingly first appeared in the village two years ago are so far keeping their lips sealed as to who's behind the mask. Their lips are sealed. The rhyme to Sky News could imply <laughs> that the clown works or volunteers at Skelmorley Community Garden or not. The clowns, because it says where I sleep during the day. I'm sorry, if they volunteer or work at the community garden, they shouldn't be sleeping during the day, no, just saying. Unless they've got the night shift. Clowns Pennywise style outfit mm, at a community garden, no one has a night shift. Yeah, they've got, to keep, night the, shift they've got to keep the possums away. They're clues. The Scottish possums. I've got a terrible feeling this might escalate, and this is just the beginning no, of it, it by the time no, 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 he's murdering people. <laughs> Oh, it starts off with a, you're a fool, and then all of a sudden he's like hacking into it. At the moment, it's all it's like, giggles, and then it's like, oh. It's that lesser known route to becoming a serial all killer. All the way up to Halloween. Some people hurt animals. <laughs> Clowns gone wild. Clowns gone wild. <gasps> I, thought that was, I thought that was Tony for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that just annoys me more than me. I just happen to have Mad Evil Clown Laugh 21 on my uh, media thing. When you were saying it, I thought, I've I've got some sound things. Of course I do. What wouldn't I have? The clown's Pennywise-style outfit alongside previous pictures and videos posted online have led to other reports of locals being terrified. But when contacted by Sky News, a Police Scotland (laughs) spokesperson said... Of seeing their reflection in the mirror... Exactly. A Police Scotland person said, Police have not received any reports. <laughs> Pennywise the Dancing Clown is the main antagonist in Stephen King's It. The character stalks the street of Derry in Maine where he kills children roughly every 27 years. The 1986 horror novel was made into a two-part miniseries with Tim Curry in the role, who, by the way, was masterful. Bill Skarsgård then played the villain in the Hollywood adaptions in 2017 and 2019. Ms. Agnew said, Skillmorley is a wonderful commuter. Sorry. Skillmorley is a wonderful, is a one, I can't get the R in. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, hello, children. Skillmorley is a wonderful community. And that's exactly what Cole Demas and his Halloween appearances personifies. As a whole, the village waits with bated breath this t- at this time of year. There is nothing sinister or creepy. It's just a way to bring the community together. This year is no different. As far as I'm concerned, personally, I love it. My grandchildren love it too. The thrilled granny has a visit from Pennywise. <laughs> well... You are wasted. You should yeah. definitely speak in a Scottish accent all the time. That is brilliant. Do children's books. Oh, you mean my talent's wasted? I thought you just meant I was really No, I know it sounded like that as I said, you're wasted. Your talent is wasted. I didn't realise that as it came to the end of that sentence. So I went, oh, that's what, what that sounds like. I was saying, you're shit-faced. <laughs> well, you know, I did, I 
dear to Scotsman for some time. I know, I do recall. Mm. Okay, the new. Anyway, right. So from terrifying clowns that live in the drains and kill children or leave mystery bo- mirrors in boxes to a more banal but just as disgusting drain-related story. Oh. From the APnews.com comes the following. Woman rescued from outhouse toilet after climbing in to retrieve Apple Watch. Michigan police oh, say. Bagley Township in Michigan, a woman was rescued Tuesday from an outhouse toilet That's in Northern... That's a mysterious watch. <laughs> it was That's mysterious. a fucking serious watch. <laughs> <laughs> from an outhouse toilet in oh. Northern Michigan after she climbed in to retrieve her Apple Watch would, and became trapped. Uh, would you want an it An outhouse back? toilet is not like a... What does that... What does a long drop. Difference be? There were some photos. Oh. It's a long drop, but I think... It actually had a, like it was a toilet, but it didn't have a, it didn't have an S bend, obviously, because it can't climb down the S bend. So it must have just been a long drop, like a seat, and and then down into it. I must admit, I was a little confused as to how this one worked out. So the woman whose name was not released lowered herself into the toilet after dropping the watch at the Department of Natural Resources boat launch at Dixon Lake in Otsego County's Bagley Township. State police said on Wednesday in a release. Was she a small person? She must have been quite Did you see slight, how I would politically say. correct that was? No, she wasn't a little person. She was a slight person. It's a person. stupid term because it's so confusing. First responders were called when the woman was heard yelling for help. The toilet was removed and a strap was used to haul the woman out, so I'm guessing oh, she ended up in the same. Oh, She's like Tommy no. Tell. <laughs> if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Oh. Serious injury may occur, state police said in the release. They did not say on Wednesday if the woman was injured or if the watch was recovered. Bagley Township, for you, Carla, and your geography, yeah. is about 240 miles or 386 kilometres northwest of Detroit. Hmm. But not to be outdone, here's a story from usatoday.com by Scott Gleason. And I like this heading. In she went. Woman who fell into toilet trying to get firefighters. <laughs> what? <laughs> a woman who fell into an outhouse vault toilet. So, yes, what, what did you call it? Uh, woo, long, a drop. long drop. Yeah. Who fell into an outhouse vault toilet at a national forest near Seattle was rescued by Washington State firefighters over the weekend. The woman, who was not identified by authorities, fell into the toilet attempting to retrieve her cell phone that had fallen in, obviously before her. Watch. She was at the top of Mount Walker of on the Olympic of the sorry, of the Olympic National Forest. No, it's a, it is a phone, not a okay. watch. Uh, this is another person going into oh, the what? toilet. Oh, what? I've got the same story. That's a third story. Oh. <laughs> I no, thought it was just a different headline about the same story. You thought, oh, she's gone back on another date. I couldn't get Oh, now the phone's gone It could be the same woman. Eye products are rubbish. <laughs> what is it? Trick me once. Uh, shame on, oh, you just can't trick me. Yeah, fool me. <laughs> you can't trick me twice. That's right. Um, <laughs> just don't trick me. Fall into a toilet once. Fool me once. Fool shame on me. me. Fool me twice. twice. Shame, sorry. Oh, fuck, I'm, I'm once, George Bush. Shame it. on you. Fool me twice, twice shame on me. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fall into a toilet once, shame on me. Fall into a, a toilet twice. <laughs> fuck. I just shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to <Shit> toilets. <laughs> Stay in suburbia. 
We clearly don't care where she was. A vault toilet, also known as a pit toilet, is housed in permanent structures and does not flush or do they utilise water. So literally a drop, a a long drop. drop. Britain Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said the woman first disassembled the toilet (laughs) before using dog leashes to tie herself down in the store or she reached the phone. That's a strong lead. <laughs> no, that effort failed and she fell head first into the toilet. <laughs> oh, if only there was video footage. That didn't work very well and in she went, Manly told the Kitsap son. Far out. The woman was alone and tried to escape the vault <sighs> for 10 to 15 minutes. Imagine the next person who went to use the toilet. Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hankey's in the long trail. Oh, my God. How terrifying Penny would that doll, be? Help me. Help me, children. <laughs> Pennywise is in the toilet. She didn't. She did get what she went in after, her phone, which luckily had cell service, so she called 911 for help. Oh. No. Firefighters passed her blocks to stand on to reach a harness before pulling oh, her out of the toilet. Oh, tell me there's a recording of the 911 story. Not that far down. No, quite far down. Quite far down. No, I haven't got the number one. Oh, damn it. I imagine she was probably very fortunate, Manly told the Kitsap son, noting the woman was uninjured. I don't have any experience with that kind of rescue except for now, but I know that it's not a good place to be. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Obvious. I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was a first. Okay, I'm going to depart from the toilet humour and finish. Uh, not finish. I've got two more stories. This next one I've had in mind for a while, but there's not a lot. There wasn't enough in it to turn it into its own episode, so I thought this would fit nicely here. So let's take a short trip in the timey whiny machine and head back to May 2008. It was a nice autumn day, and a 22-year-old Julian Buckwald asked his 17-year-old girlfriend Caroline Watson on a romantic date. What better than a picnic in the Australian countryside? I mean, all the blowflies, ants, snakes and spiders, they make it a memorable experience at the best of times. Um, that's my sarcasm. I don't find the Australian bush a nice place to picnic, FYI. Both Julian and Carolyn, sorry, oh, I think it's Carolyn or Caroline, I'm going to go with Caroline, were devout Christians who had been together for two years and had sworn to maintain their chastity until marriage. So they set off in the car, and as they drove along, Julian spotted an animal on the, on the side of the road, which he went to check out. As most of our Australian listeners would know, roadkill is pretty common, and unless you're a wildlife rescuer Just don't. or rescue volunteer, most of us wouldn't stop the car to check out a dead roo or a wombat because the smell will knock you over at 20 feet. Anyway, apparently that's what Julian was doing. And while he was doing that, a balaclava masked man got what? out of the car, tied Carolyn up, blindfolded her and stripped her naked and threw her in the car and drove off. not. Is that real? This happened. What? Carolyn was, well, Caroline was, uh, was abducted. abducted, blindfolded, stripped naked, thrown in the boot of the car and driven off. How long's that masked man been waiting for someone to stop? Because, like you said, no one stops. I know, near the dead animal. And it does make you wonder how far away that dead animal was when yes. all this is going on because I can't imagine that the time it takes to jump in a car, 
get a girl out. I know, right? Go her, took her Maybe she might have screamed. I was like, what's, her na- what's his name? Julian. Julian, yeah. Where was yeah. Julian? Did he hear or see Maybe him? he was hiding in the dead animal. He was animal. looking at a dead animal, apparently. Maybe the masked man was That's in the dead cool. animal. Oh, yuck. Surprise. Anyway, so I don't know where he was, but um, the car disappeared, like took off. Eventually, so this is being told pretty much from Carolyn's um, side of the story at this point. It travelled on and eventually it stopped. And then when the boot was opened and her blindfold was removed, Carolyn found her boyfriend Julian standing there, also naked and freaked out, telling her that they'd been abducted by a satanic cult and driven out to the middle of nowhere. Is he trying Um, to propose to her? (laughs) He unfortunately managed (laughs) to free himself. And got her out of the boot, and they ran off into the bush in the nutty. Right. And where well, was the, the, where was man? the person who had abducted them? <laughs> was he just sitting in the driving? Was he just sat in the driver's seat, or was it Julian? <laughs> I reckon it was no, Julian. Questions, right? Oh God! So they- Julian do anything to get a bit? Of, got his horn on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've totally called it. They wandered around in the bush for nearly a week. What? Right? No. They do not. Yeah, no, they wandered around, yeah. What? A week? <laughs> Luckily, Julian had been able to grab a sleeping bag that the Satanists had dropped, apparently. So oh. they were able to sleep in that, which explains why they didn't die of exposure, because this was May. Where this was, was I it? I think in Victoria. May, right? So it's autumn. You can't it be in the... <sighs> Somewhere in the nutty for a week with a sleeping bag, Satan's sleeping bag. Is it a double sleeping bag? Oh, no, 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 it wouldn't have been. And whilst the sunlight, it wasn't one of those um, sarcophagus ones, though, I think it had a little bit of room in it. Anyway, whilst the sunlight, I've never heard of them described like that, but is that what you call it? Yeah, I've never heard that either, but I know exactly. Is that what everybody calls them or is that yeah, just what you call them? It's a good description. All, I was going to say, in all the times that I've got my kids ready for school camp, I've never seen that word in a checklist. How do you go and grab your sarcophagus? A style sleeping bag. Mr. Snuffleupagus. Oh, my God. Did you, I, think, I can't believe you've just said that. that. Is that your work? It's genius, but I've never heard yeah, it's it. It's so good. It's not marketing genius, but it's brilliant. It's a mummy sleeping bag. Oh, I know what it is, but I'm just saying I've never seen it. It's in... a mummy sleeping bag. I seen a mummy in a sleeping bag. I know exactly what you mean. I understand, but did, did you make it up? You didn't. You didn't see that down at what's the word? Boating, fishing, camping is BCF and fun. They're not using the word so. <gasps> you Google it. <gasps> you Google it and up. it comes up. It's a real thing. I'm not as evil and crazy. I think we own three of them now that you've pointed out. I think I've got three down the hallway. I just have never heard them referred to as No, me neither. <laughs> I think they're more commonly called a mummy. Yeah, right. God. But they, so there you go. There you go. And there you have it. Yeah. There you have it. You know too yeah. much. Maybe Anaconda should have yeah. me as a marketing manager. Anyway. I'm not sure you'd want to get into one if you knew it was called that, though. I also don't like them. I find it a bit claustrophobic. Anyway. It's rather highbrow, don't you think? Anyway, back to Julian and Carolyn. So, okay, they're running around. It's not a sarcophagus slash mummy uh, sleeping right. bag, but they have it's a sleeping bag. It's a roadkill sleeping they, bag. Whilst it's unlikely Julian had ever seen Naked and Afraid, he did have enough survival prowess to suggest they cuddle up to keep warm. God's sakes. He also managed to grab some peanut butter and tahini. Condoms. No, <laughs> peanut butter and tahini from his picnic supplies, what? which staved off starvation. But a week walking around on peanut butter and tahini is not great. 
It's a very long pickup line, isn't I've it? I've not seen any Naked and Afraids where either of the contestants suggest that they have sex to keep warm, but Julian thought that would be a great idea. Knew it. You know, a bit of friction to your point, Swanee. He's just He's trying to come earlier. to it. He said they should consummate their marriage in the eyes of God. They're boyfriend and girlfriend, right? But he just thought that they should consummate their marriage in the eyes of God because I guess there wasn't much else to do. But Carolyn didn't go for that probably because she was shit scared. You can't you can't consummate your marriage before you're married. It's just not a thing. They were going to get married at the end of the year when she finished high school, which also <gasps> I find a bit gross. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's the sorry. Shouldn't be judging. Oh, but totally I judging. Just find it a bit gross. <laughs> yeah. Caroline, on the other hand, was probably shit scared, hungry and cold and not really in the mood to get jiggy with it, even if her God permitted it. I'm guessing it's not quite how she pictured her first time. You know, naked in the bush, running for your life, terrified, eating peanut butter and tahini in a sleeping bag with your boyfriend who now, day three, let's face it, smells. No, I don't want to have sex with you. Who packs tahini for a picnic? (laughs) I know, in 2008. I I don't care. You just don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, their families alerted the police when they went missing. Like, you know, they, they weren't mucking around. A search had been underway, but in the end they were found by a farmer who called the police. Julian told them all about the satanic cult who had abducted them and the police looked into it and they found a letter at one of the houses and I heard it reported either at Julian's house or at Carolyn's parents' house seemed to be covered in satanic markings. But after that, the police were like, "Mm, not really sure about this. There wasn't much to go on and they were a bit suspicious and after what seems like not a lot of interrogation, Julian said, oh, no, look, I made it all up and it was I was the one who kidnapped my own girlfriend because I just wanted to get laid desperately. And I thought it'd be a good way to get around the rules of Christianity. Um, Did he? And as I said, they were planning to get married at the end of the month. Uh, sorry, at the end of the year. So if he just add some more wanks and not, you know, oh my bothered God. with abducting his girlfriend, they probably would still be married today. Anyway, no one felt sorry for the sex-starved man, though, and he was convicted <coughs> of kidnapping. Good. But when... Here we go. But when he got out on bail, he went on the land. Oh, what? He left Australia and he went to India and, oh, this this is even worse, and pretended to be an Indian national. He dyed his hair <laughs> and his he eyebrows. He did it. <laughs> this guy's special. <laughs> Julian. Oh, my word. Yeah. Created a f- and lived in India for three years. Oh. And he must have found it hard to get Grishan 2000 in India to keep the ruse up. Because eventually he was caught in Singapore, probably while buying hair dye. <laughs> he was then sentenced in absentia to seven years and nine months in prison, plus an additional six months of going on the lam. He then went on to appeal his sentence, saying it was a miscarriage of justice and it took too. Uh, the sentence was far too long. But his appeal was denied because poor Carolyn had major trust issues. Not surprisingly, when your boyfriend kidnaps you <laughs> naked and wanders, makes you wander around the bushland naked. I know, right? I go back to my original point: the Australian bush is not hospitable. You've got snakes, spiders, bull ants, flies. Who wants to be naked in that? No one. Clark, right? he wants a special anyway. kind of um, punishment for the tahini. Oh, the tahini! Oh, yeah. is, I can't get past <laughs> the tahini for sure. <laughs> you're outraged. I'm outraged. <laughs> well, you're going to have that within a picnic. Oh, <laughs> yuck. 
The Australian authorities were so outraged, and I found this quite interesting and a little bit nasty but also awesome, that they cancelled his visa in 2014 and deported him to Germany in 2016, which sucked for him because he didn't know anyone and he didn't speak as a Deutsch because he was born in Germany and moved to Australia as a baby. <laughs> and he obviously had become an Australian citizen, so they turfed him. <laughs> oh, I am so gold. confused by Comedy that. Gold. Good on you, Aussie. I can't say I've ever heard of that before. No. How'd you find that out? I know. Isn't it a weird little story? It's There's not enough in it. Oh, there's heaps in it. nothing else in it the apart headline, from that. Yeah. But no, like, no, I seen it. No, da- yeah, no detail. Whatever. But I just thought it was hilarious. I don't think. I don't think the backstory would add anything to it. So he's been chucked and she's moved on with her life. It's, he's the kind of person enough. I reckon if you had his surname, you could probably go through some listings in Germany and call him and he'd answer the phone. Oh, I reckon that's right. I'll tell you what happened. Hang on, if we're going to have a long yeah. chat, let me just get some time. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, wasn't one of my better ideas, but, yeah, it wasn't one of my better ideas, but, you <laughs> know. Imagine being her parents. Holy toot. Buckwald, Buckwald, B-U-C-H-W-A-L-D is his surname. If anyone wants to look him up in Germany. Julian, I just think his balls were so full oh, that he just couldn't take nah, another moment of it. that's just messed up. <laughs> it's just very American pie. It's like how badly, like just have a wank, right? Like how badly do you have to? Was. You said how bad the Australian bush is, though, but there's all the backpacker abductions and all the all those other things that must have been going through her mind, like, <laughs> She must have been terrified. Exactly right. And they were devout Christians, and so this idea of the satanic cult coming to get them was also terrifying. I it's can't believe it awful. took a week to find them. It, the whole thing just sounds bizarre. So she, that they were out in the middle of nowhere, just wandering around. And as you say, where was their car? Exactly. Like, why did they have? To and what a coincidence! I mean, he must have because... been taking a huge chance. Was he just waiting to find a dead animal on the side of the road? That's him. That's him. Oh, yeah. Julian. Yeah. Julian. Oh, God. Wanted German passed himself off as an Indian. Is there a picture of that? Oh, God. Sure. <gasps> yeah, yeah. That's a stretch for him. So, finally, a nice little Australian fauna story from 9news.com.au by Chanel Zagon. Before we started this episode, I was laughing about kangaroos and how terrifying I find them. Recently, I was up at Ilden. And a friend called and, you know, mum and Tony were in the house and I went outside and uh, I was on the phone and I walked down the driveway and walked face to face with a, it was a grey, but he would have been six foot tall, this kangaroo. Mm. And I, I was on the phone. I'm like, oh, God, there's a giant kangaroo in front of me. And thankfully he just looked at me. He was like, oh, I don't want to mess with you. And he crossed the road. But I am so scared of them. They are, they can be so dangerous for all of our international listeners, Skippy the bush kangaroo, by the way, was a different kangaroo every time because you can't domesticate them. Every time he hopped down the road, he was gone and they had to get a new one. And they were small kangaroos, but these animals are serious. They mean business. What I said, they're a serious like a, watch. Like a deer. They are serious watch. But they like a, they're a serious watch. They like a deer's face. On a muscular a man. bodybuilder in jails, someone who's been in jail and just done <laughs> a thing iron. Did you post right? something on the internet in the last day or so? But I saw something yesterday. Well, I won't say what it was. I think it was a, a kangaroo having its way with a dog. That was being oh, posted I had it in yesterday. Or drowning it, maybe. Or drowning it, because they do that all the time. Yes, there was something like that going on. I don't know. So I don't then think you posted that thing, and I thought, is it the same kangaroo? And I didn't look. 
No, no. If they're under threat, though, they will drown or attack. the boxing kangaroo. Like, you know, like any animal. Kangaroos where we live are cute. No, no, they're not. <laughs> Jogger scratched and stalked by kangaroo in nightmare attack. <laughs> <laughs> a jogger thought she was I going to be. <laughs> a jogger thought she was going to be clawed to death during a nightmare <laughs> run in Melbourne's outer southeast when she was attacked and stalked by a kangaroo. Stalked. Tracy Noonan was jogging in Beaconsfield on Saturday when a kangaroo in the distance bolted towards her, knocking her to the ground and scratching her back in a frightening attack. <laughs> The woman said she desperately tried to get away from the violent roo, throwing rocks at the animal while racing into a nearby home for shelter. I was petrified. I think I was in a state of shock because it knocked me to the ground and I was like, did that actually just happen? She told Nine News. I felt this massive bang in my back and I thought, I've just been beaten by a kangaroo. (laughs) The rock stunned the roo momentarily, giving the woman enough time to make a quick getaway. Ms Noonan ran up a driveway and sought refuge at a local residence with the roo following close behind her. <laughs> I ran into the nearest driveway and it actually followed me up the driveway and into this person's front yard. It was a hornbag, that roo. She told 3AW's Ross and Russell. Thank goodness they were home and they had come out and scared it away. I actually sat there with them for 20 minutes while I calmed down. <laughs> After 20 minutes in hiding. Oh, fuck, do not say it. Do not say it. The shaken woman believed she was in the clear and proceeded to leave the home. No. Only to find the roo waiting for her around the corner in a sneak attack. This is the best part of this story. A park ranger told the woman, Ms. Noonan, he believed the roo was attracted to her due to her Sarah Jessica Parker perfume. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to think it could possibly have been my perfume, she said. It's so funny because who wears perfume on a run? No one. But it was early in the morning and I was fumbling around for deodorant and that was all I could find and I'd sprayed perfume on myself. I wasn't trying to attract any kangaroos. I can assure you that. How is that for a corker of a story? That was only a few years ago, wasn't it? I was stalking her and it was still there. It was actually quite recent, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember, I remember that. that. I just thought it was very funny. Oh, yep. God. Classic. I think it was quite – look, to be honest, uh, rue attacks are not uh, uncommon. They do happen. But the fact that it was still waiting around for her is what made me but laugh. The best bit said he's a stalker. And it was Sarah Jessica Parker, SJP's lovely probably. Oh. Don't wear that, ladies. Don't wear that. Not an abortion, anyway. all the wrong sorts. There you go. God. There's a lot to unpack there. Is there anything apart from that kangaroo? That kangaroo's got to go to, let's face it, pal dog food. (laughs) Well, half the dog food is made of roo, you know. (laughs) I'm not a fan of roos. (laughs) I can tell. I don't know who you despise most, Ned Kelly or kangaroos. They've both been up there tonight. What a fucking, I don't know, old shit. (laughs) It's not. It's not. <laughs> what about old yeah, yeah, Tahiti? Tahiti upset you a lot. But I mean, Tahiti, what are you eating it as a paste? Like what? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> like me. literally, two spoons peanut butter and tahini. What? <laughs> Did he remember to bring the spoons with him? 
Who knows? Eating on a stick. No, none of this is all right. I reckon if that picnic had have taken place, she would have (laughs) left him anyway. I don't know, she's 17. Like, I'm going on a picnic where we have to eat tahini with what you. What a great introduction to I'm out of here. Isn't it The awful? opposite sex yeah. that would be. Yeah. It's terrible. Julian's a freaking needs to eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Bad, yeah. <laughs> oh, why do just sentence Julian to a bag of dicks? If only I knew how to say yeah, that in that German fine. because we need to translate it for him because he lives in Germany now and he'd have to have learnt it. You probably could quite okay, quickly. I'll have a look. I'll look at that. Uh, Google Translate. Oh. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, hang on. My we're, we're using Google Translate a lot. <laughs> 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 this is also, eat a bag of dicks in German. Ready? Es eine Tüte Schwänze. Es eine Tüte Schwänze. Es eine Tüte Schwänze. Yeah. Take that, Julie. Eat a bag. It Take sounds so nice. It does. Excuse me, sir. Would you mind eating a bag of dicks? <laughs> You've got to do it in like a German punk style. Es Exactly. Yeah. I'd like to sentence him to uh, getting stuck in a long drop. Or a bit of, you know, we have face of making you talk. Yeah, fair enough. Head down? Head first? Yeah. Head first. Yeah. Yeah. Head first and then just close the lid and walk away. Maybe... um. Our friend Julian, when he has uh, left the car and he's about to take his, you know, naked girlfriend off into the bush for a week, maybe he could come across the SJP loving <laughs> kangaroo man <laughs> who allows a, a bit of time <laughs> so the girlfriend yes. Caroline can get back in the car yes. and find her clothes and get to safety. Meanwhile, Julian stalked, stalked and possibly by raped SJP by a kangaroo. Sarah yeah. Je- uh, the, the Sarah Jessica Parker loving yeah. kangaroo and for a week get away. because yeah, he's not yeah, just yeah. not just SJP likes it's tahini. Lovely, so he's, the, the, lovely, um, kangaroos lovely. after tahini. Oh, that is real. I can't get enough of this fragrance. I think the he was. His sentence was very harsh. I do agree with him. I don't. Deported and seven years he, in he jail. He ran away. Like, so he, I'm, I'm just thinking relative broke, to some of the other punishments. He kidnapped someone and he affected it, – yes. it's kidnapping. What do you mean how – like if he was a stranger. Absolutely, and he had a naked in the bush. Yeah, but what I'm saying is there are there – are, We've done other ones where people have been killed and they've got, you know, three years three or whatever. Years no. I think the deported is I think that um, they've sent him home or back to Germany because they just can't be bothered. They're just like, you're just An idiot. A, goose. a goose. And this yeah. whole this guy what? pretending you're someone in India, yeah. uh, there's trouble ahead. I think, well, you can just go home now, Toots. You know, I don't. They could see there the right You trouble are a Oh, yeah. Did they actually deport you him or did they just cancel his Yeah, they deported him. Thanks, but no thanks. You can have him yeah. back. No, we don't want we don't want his kind on here. Your watch, thanks not very now. much. People who they go around silly, silly child. Dye their hair and their eyebrows. Hair, hair and eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. And you've seen a photo of him. He doesn't even look remotely Indian. Even <sighs> with black hair and black eyebrows, he wouldn't look Indian. No, not at all. Also, I still want to, uh, again, it's, it's only a new theme from the last couple of recordings we've done, but what are our Australian media reporting on? Why didn't this story make it to sunrise? 
or Today I think it might have. It's an old, I can only assume it's because I let David see it. It's an older it. story. It is. Story. It's an older story. Yeah, yeah. Tahini. <laughs> it's the yeah. It's the Tahini that you can't get past, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't get on a picnic. No. Fuck! How, how very dare he! Right, put the Tahini all over him, and then have. Big Roo, give him a chase him around the bush for a week. You know how in that movie she he had her at hello. I reckon he lost her at Tahini, <laughs> and the rest of it is just a whole lot Swanee, of ridiculous can shenanigans. Can you see? I think your sentence of a liberal spray of Sarah Jessica Parker's lovely on Julian, lovely and, and Tahini set, on his and set him out there with some big mm. red kangaroos of the male variety. Yeah. I think that's a perfect sentence. Yeah. For if he was prepared to go out into the bush and be exposed to whatever was out Massive there, there we go. Let's give him a little like, bit of a take. You know, like oh. you know, let him let let's let's let him show exactly. let him feel what it's like to be stalked by a, some sex pests yeah. of the very animalistic kind. The rude type. Oh my god. Anyway, I don't know. It's going to be a Scottish or something. Oh, a kangaroo. <laughs> also, she she did <laughs> dodge a bullet. Imagine I know, I know, you. there is that, oh. but, you know. <laughs> you don't, you just don't expect your boyfriend to suddenly jump in the car in a balaclava, strip you naked, tie you up, throw you in the boot of the car oh. and pretend to be a Satanist. But could you imagine, like, what do your parents say to, like, parents' friends? Say, oh, um, oh, that's terrible. Oh, you dodged a bullet there, love. It's like, well... Yes and no. I was still out in the bush. I was still traumatised. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I have some serious trust issues off now. He raised me. Yeah, I did <laughs> Val. <laughs> did you say Val? Yeah. They said now. I thought you said Val, like Val was the, the parents' friend, which is such a perfect name. <laughs> yeah, some trust issues, <laughs> Val. Thank you, Val. <laughs> such a perfect name to have that conversation. Oh, I'm glad you think so, Val. In fact, you're yeah. absolutely right. Val is a perfect little name, Val. isn't it? <laughs> Val. Let me tell. But did you hear about the tahini? Oh, Val would probably be nodding. Go, oh, yes. Well, Sarah Jessica Parker's lovely. Is it is a nice fragrance. Oh, it's down at Priceline. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's a chemist warehouse. I think we've covered that before. Warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not buying it because apparently Ruse will try to off. stalk and slash rape you. That would be enough to turn me off taking anything. Yeah. I know. That's not something I'd want to entertain mm. you. Ever. No, thank you, Matron. No, thank you, Val. <laughs> oh. oh, the first one was the Pennywise clown. Any thoughts on the uh, – I think the clown's just kind of funny. No, the only person I have issue is with Julian. Yeah, people I'm, falling I'm down toilet seats is Julian. Yeah. Julian's a criminal. Oh, man, anything could have happened to them out there, really. I know. They could have been bitten by been snakes. Different. And it would have been a totally different story. You wouldn't be telling it in they the funny No, they could have fun. ended up dead and died yeah. of exposure. He literally could have killed totally them down accidentally, but, yes, he could have caused the death of yeah. both of them. I'm also worried about our um, toilet MacGyver who thinks it's okay to use dog leads to hook up to herself. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to look at Arthur's lead the same. What? I'll be looking at it going, I don't That's... know if it could support my weight if I was dangling over somebody else's pile of poo. I don't think it's got it in it. Oh, Can you imagine the smell? Last year... The housemates, I don't know what you'd call it, but it's a drop toilet, right? And earlier this year I went up and I was like, oh, it's a bit smelly. And so I thought maybe that the seal on the <laughs> toilet had actually, because I've, I've replumbed it and I thought, oh, no, maybe it's something's gone wrong because the smell was so bad. So I took all the screws off and I took it all apart and I had to do like something which you might appreciate 
out of a forensic oh my not out of a forensic false time thing oh might not appreciate the smell was so bad i had to get yeah I had oh. to get Vicks and put Vicks in my nostrils <laughs> so that I didn't just vomit at the smell, right? So I, I put... I had to cover myself in lovely. <laughs> I wiped Vicks everywhere. And it was at that moment I thought <laughs> it pushed from behind. And I opened it up and I resealed it and whatever, and it turns out there was nothing wrong with it in the first place. My nephew had emptied it and he didn't put any chemical in it and that's why it stank. So I went through all that hell for nothing. So you are a toilet MacGyver. Uh, to quote Kenny out of the film, Kenny, there's a smell in here that's going to outlast religion. <laughs> and I don't know how <laughs> that woman put herself headfirst <laughs> into that. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> the dog leads. Dog leads. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible, you know, when they, when they go I down. I think of Mission Impossible. <laughs> I was suspended a foot above the pile of shit. I nearly had the treasure in my hand. And then, whoops. <laughs> That's how she pictured it in her mind. I'll just rig myself up and, like, in Mission Impossible, I'll just hang over the crap. Lower myself down. <laughs> get my phone. It's a bang. I go in. Head first. Oh, yeah. I just tie this. This dog lead off here, and I'll tie that dog lead off over there. And to I'll be fair, strap I think you know, find, yeah. finding yourself in a pile oh. of other people's excrement is probably enough of a punishment for them. Thank you very much for listening to that. I thought that was quite amusing, and so did you, clearly. And <laughs> sure as we say every week, <laughs> miss you already. <laughs> Ciao, bye guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.